What's up, everyone, and welcome to Good Morning on Purpose, a daily podcast that aims to evoke a sense of positivity and possibility in your day. This is my first ever attempt at podcasting and serves as a process for me personally to overcome some obstacles and difficulties that I've experienced over the last many years, months, or even days. If nothing else, I can promise a positive or motivational message, an atmosphere of honesty, and a friendly hello from someone you've likely never met. Although there are many things in life that are likely out of your control, your perspective is yours alone, and from that perspective, the choices we make and the things we think impact our daily outcomes. So with that in mind, and without further ado, from me to you, good morning. Today is Friday, February 23rd, 2024, and I am one day into having both eyes operated on. Everything looks a little different, but it's been so long since things looked clear that I can't tell if it's different in a familiar way or different in a brand new way. I mean, of course it's different in a brand new way because I'm seeing in a completely different way. I'm not wearing glasses or contacts, and I'm getting by just fine. Although, again, words look weird and some things are blurry. We'll figure it all out when we get glasses in about a month. Now that I'm past it all and nothing has gone wrong, I can safely say that cataract surgery wasn't that bad. Although the last-minute nature of the procedures and the weirdness of being in between with one eye down and not the other is a bit debilitating. That's just the way it goes, though. And I'm extremely grateful to my surgeon, Dr. Behrens, and his whole team for getting me through this experience, for doing fantastic work, and hopefully continuing to help me figure out and correct any issues I have with these eyeballs of mine. Dr. Behrens, my surgeon, has been doing cataract surgeries and has been a well-renowned doctor for quite some time. And when he finished the first eye, he made a joke about me having bionic eyes. And I, being something of a nerd to at least a small degree, thought in my head, that's not really true. My understanding of bionic eye implants was a technology that kind of stimulates the retina, which is the light-sensitive layer of tissue in the back of the eye. It stimulates it with electric signals that are interpreted by the brain as like different images or are connected to like different types of feeds, like electrodes or cameras or wireless transmitters that are connected to your optic nerve somehow. This can help people with retinal diseases because it lights up parts of the retina. Um, it can help people with macular degeneration, and other specific diseases where there's the loss of certain cells. Bionic eye implants kind of bypass the damage to these cells and directly stimulate the remaining cells inside the retina. This kind of technology is still in development and can't really do what I can do right now with my eyeballs because I haven't reached that point of development in any sort of retinal disease quite yet. Not in my central vision anyway. Scientists right now are working on making more advanced computer models, stimulation techniques, and implantation devices to make the quality and the resolution of the bionic vision better. But some of the challenges are reducing the size and power consumption of the devices, increasing the number and density of the electrodes, and improving the biocompatibility and stability of the implants. There are a bunch of other ways to restore vision that's being developed right now, including gene therapy, stem cell therapy, optogenics, and brain-computer interfaces. All of these are really interesting, but of particular interest to me are brain-computer interfaces. These devices are able to communicate directly between the brain and external devices like computers and prosthetics or robots. Some of the most amazing applications will be in healthcare, but you'll also probably find these devices being pitched in entertainment, education, and other domains as well. 
is one new concept for BCIs, which uses a network of wireless microneural sensors, each about the size of a grain of salt, that can record and stimulate brain activity. They'd be distributed kind of in different regions of the brain and communicate with each other and a central external hub which would process and transmit the data to a computer. This could possibly be used to restore vision or memory or speech. Another group of scientists has an fMRI that can read the thoughts of people who are asked to imagine different words. It uses a language model that represents the meaning of speech to kind of match the brain activity patterns to the words. And it has a 74% accuracy rating identifying the imagined words, which is pretty freaking good. There's even been a team of engineers that created a wearable BCI device that can control a virtual reality environment. It takes inputs from your brain waves and submits them to a machine learning algorithm that decodes them into commands so that you can move or rotate or select objects in a virtual world and execute certain actions accordingly. This has huge implications for VR, but I was thinking about the fact that you can now have computers in your eyes and computers in your brain that can manipulate things that are outside of your body. And so, of course, I did a bit of a deep dive into deep dive into robotics. There are robotic prosthetics that are artificial limbs that can mimic the functions and movements of natural limbs using sensors and actuators and microcontrollers and already AI. There are bionic eye implants, which I've previously talked about, um, but there are also consciously controlled limbs and AI-powered prosthetics that can enable, enable people like amputees to move and even feel their prosthetics because it, inter, it interfaces with the nervous system and provides tactile feedback and can also transmit that data to an external source like a computer. The AI prosthetics can even learn from the user's preferences and intentions and might be able to adjust the movements and settings of the device accordingly. There's a lot of really cool, interesting, and amazing technology that's in development these days that gives a lot of hope to a lot of different types of people. But that's not the procedure that I got. I just had some simple incisions put in my eyes, I had some thick sticky gunk that was grown onto and attached and adhered to the surface of my eyeball, removed, a new lens was put over, and I may need some laser blasts to get rid of some of the scarring and leftover that was still on the lens of my eye. I still have another eye condition that I have to grapple with, but cataracts have been enough for me to worry about over the last few years, and I'm looking forward to and already enjoying the time that I have seeing more clearly and more normally. It should be encouraging for me and anyone out there who has any of these issues, and really anyone out there in general, that these developments are being made and that in the future we may have the ability to reverse or even undo things that human beings have been grappling with for pretty much all of our existence. My only health tip for you today is that if you have or you're diagnosed with any kind of condition at all, it's important of course to listen to your doctors and actually do what they say to manage that condition, but it's also important for you to do your own research, to sit and understand the part of the body that's affected, how it normally works, and how the condition that you have impacts your body and your health. What the progression of the condition or disease might be, what treatments are known and understood, and what treatments are being developed. So much of the time, even if there's a lot going on or there are medical procedures that need to be done, there are things that you can do to optimize your health, your wellness, and your lifestyle to work around or improve your outcomes with these conditions. If we can take care of ourselves in this way, and find a way to trust the budding technology in robotics, brain-computer interfaces, bionics, and yes, even AI, I'm sure we'll all find a way to have a good morning on purpose. The music today was by Scott Buckley, and you can find more information about the tracks that I used in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you in the next episode.